Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Wes. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. So this is a podcast where we watch movies that are available on streaming and break them down scene by scene, all from the comfort of our couch. Um, Real quick, you can check us out on social media. Just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check us out on ageofradio.org. You can find our episodes there as well as shop our sponsors. Yep. All right. So which movie did we do this week? The Great Outdoors. Yeah, we did. John Candy, Dan Aykroyd, Matt Benning. Yep. And uh, Spacing on the Rest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You got the synopsis for us? Okay. So the synopsis is a a Chicago man's hope for a peaceful family vacation in the woods is shattered when the annoying in-laws drop in. And that was IMDb. Yes. So, I don't know about you, this is one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't... This is probably maybe the third or fourth time I've seen it with you. Really? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I mean, I think that that's actually the third or fourth time I've seen it, period. Wow. Because I think the first time I saw this movie was with you. Huh, okay. I think. Because that's just it. Like, growing up, like, this was just a staple in my house. Like, I'd watch it at least, like, once a year. Yeah, I mean, I could be wrong, but I I could have sworn the first time I'd ever seen this movie was when we were dating. Oh, wow. Okay. Because, yeah, yeah uh, John Candy movies are kind of my thing. Oh, yeah. So. He's, he's, he's perfect. Yeah. Just about in everything he did. Right? <laughs> so. All right. Well, you ready to just jump on in? I think so. All right. About as ever as ready as I'll ever be. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, so the first scene that we uh, go in on is a family in the car, and surprisingly, they're all singing along to the same song. Yeah. Which, yeah. like I told you, isn't realistic at all, especially with teenagers. No, no, they're probably <laughs> going to be fighting in the back seat for the most part. They'd either be fighting, or th- this was made in the '80s, so they'd have like their own uh, headsets and stuff on, listening to whatever. Oh yeah, for sure. But. It was kind of a cute scene, though, because it showed, like, you know, just, like, this regular family that, you know, yeah, is looking forward to vacation and stuff. So. Exactly. So, we see them, and, you know, they pull up, and, um, yeah, they, they go to get out of the car. I love it. They they all open up the doors, and they all hit a tree. Yeah, he parks between the trees. <laughs> I guess he assumed that it was a parking space. I guess. And they just all four open the doors all at once, and, of course, they... Chips bark off the tree or Ex- that, like that. Well, I would assume it would mess up the doors, too. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so their idea is, you know, they're going to go to this uh, this cabin or whatever in the woods is what they're, what they're wanting to do for the week. Right. And basically just relax and have kind of a guy's night with his boys. With exactly. His and it so. kind of sounds like maybe this is almost an annual thing with them. Yeah, it could the be. The way he talks, or at least this is not their third trip at least right. they've been there like three or four times before already yeah and so i love it though they go in there and you know the the wife is talking about because apparently he and the wife went there like on their honeymoon all those years ago <laughs> yes. and i love it because the wife talks about like oh you know i, I figured they would have um updated it by <laughs> yeah. now <laughs> yeah yeah she she says that about that but his his thing is he's excited that it hasn't changed. Right. He gets out of the car and says, oh, yeah, this looks just like it did back in back when we first came. Yeah. And she's like, well, I thought they would have at least changed something. Yeah, exactly. And so I love it, you know, so they go in to, you know, get checked in and all that kind of stuff. And first thing he sees is 
<laughs> there's a sign that says for service blow me <laughs> yeah which, that was after shouting for somebody for yeah he he shouted twice she shouted once yeah and he sees that little horn hanging on the wall and right says, for service blow me yeah i guess instead of a bell yeah exactly i, th- I would think a bell would actually be better <laughs> it would for sure and like you said like i wouldn't want to put my my mouth on that because no. who knows how many other people have done the same thing absolutely not good lord so anyway so he blows into it at first he fails at it and then he yeah. gets it and then he's like oh yeah you know i got it <laughs> and then out of nowhere this dog who unfortunately was attacked at some point by a porcupine in the face yeah jumps up and starts barking and i love it because now you meet the two people who i guess they're the ones who kind of run the, like the cabin yeah like the cabins and all that kind of stuff i can't remember those characters name was it willie the man i think so okay yeah that sounds right actually i was trying to remember that yeah but i love it though she you know the one of the kids is like you know oh what happened to the dog and he's like oh you know she uh she likes porcupines hates people <laughs> I love it. She, he goes. Yeah. She yeah. loves. She loves porcupines. Hates people. She's in heat too. And then he said, "Too bad you're not a dog." <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah, I heard him say that to the kid, but I didn't catch what he said yeah. Yeah. before that. Yeah, I didn't catch a lot of what that man said. His character was hard to understand. Yeah, he was kind of hard to understand. It's just like I said, I've seen this movie so many yeah. times. So, but anyway, so now though we focus in on another car right and he's driving down the driving down the freeway on the way to the same it's out of the same and the music is different though it's kind of like a yeah i can't remember what was playing it was it was more like rock i guess it's kind of like more of like an 80s type feel yeah um kind of like a power type like you a know, power ballad or something? I don't know. I don't know how to ex- describe it, but it was definitely... It gave you a different feeling than like watching the first family. You'd think I'd remember what they were well, listening to since we literally just finished this Yeah, movie. but I didn't know like the name of the song. Well, that's true. Anyway, so <laughs> we, we see that car or whatever. You see a guy kind of tapping along in the car and everything. Yeah. And so now at this point, um, they're dropping, you know, the... Um, uh, Willie and his wife or whatever are dropping off. Uh, yeah, Willie's riding on the hood. <laughs> yeah. Like a hood, or- hood ornament. Yeah. So he's, you know, they're driving up to where their cabin is yeah. for the week. And I love it because the, the wife or whatever uh, tells uh, Chet and the family that, you know, the people before were calling it the loon's nest is what they were. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> And they were talking about how, oh, yeah, you know, there was a bunch of fishermen and, you know, they basically just up and left, you know, after they got, you know, they caught, you know, whatever they wanted and stuff. Oh, okay. See, I didn't catch that. That explains why later on they find the fish in the shower and and just the place is a mess. Right. And so anyway, so we get that part. And then now we've got, we meet the next family, which is Roman and his wife and kids. Right. Dan Aykroyd is Roman, I think. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd plays Roman. And, you know, he's like, he gets out of the car and, you know, you find out that he and the family are up there to stay with Chet and his family. And Chet has no idea. Like, nobody knows that that's going to happen. Yeah. Roman thinks it's going to be a 
it's going to be just a very welcome surprise. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. No. No. He's going to love it that he's we just dropped it. in, and and just it'll be great. You'll and see. And his and you know he's like, oh, you know, how many times have we invited them to go with us? You know, on our vacations, like a dozen times. And the exactly. and his wife is saying, yeah, but that's different because you know we weren't invited. Exactly. And he's like, oh, they'll be you know tickled to see us. They'll be happy to see us. Yeah. Yeah. Roman's the annoying one in this oh, movie. That's for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> He's like the quintessential like eighties, you know, yuppie. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, who likes to flaunt his money and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he does that plenty of times throughout this film. Yeah, definitely. And so now we we uh show you know, we're in the cabin and stuff and unfortunately, like I said, all those fishermen have like left behind fish in yeah. like random spots. Yeah, John Candy's wife, she's cleaning up and throwing stuff in boxes, and John yeah. Candy walks up with a fish that he found in the shower. Yeah, he's like, oh, look, I found this in the shower. Yeah. And she's like, like oh, oh, just put it in there. Yeah, put it with all the other ones. <laughs> that is disgusting. Yeah, exactly. And so, at this point, it gets a little weird. Um, yeah, yeah. John so, Candy starts getting a little frisky. Yeah. He wants to kind of rekindle some romance. Because they're in their honeymoon yeah, spot or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's what's going on. But yeah. he, it's weird because he's like, oh, you know, the kids are down at the beach. And, you know, she's like, well, you know, I don't really, it's like I'm stinky and gross. And I don't, you know, I don't want to, that kind of stuff. True, and she's not the only one. He just handled the dead fish. True, but he did just get out <laughs> of the shower, though. Well, I guess that's <laughs> But still, I get where she's coming from. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like I'm gross. And I just, yeah, she doesn't want to. And he's just kind of, you know, like, oh, you know, oops. And, you know, her, her, you know, she's got a slip on, but her regular dress, you know, falls off. And she's kind of like protesting a little bit. And he's kind of wanting to do like some role playing. Right. Is what he wants to do. And so they start exchanging like these different... Um, oh, you know, you'll be this person, and I'll yeah. be that person. Yeah, like Princess Oak or something's what she's going <laughs> to yeah, be. Yeah, something like that. Bert. Bert, the, the <laughs> lumberjack or whatever. Right. The thing of it is, is during this foreplay time, uh, Roman shows up with a video camera. Yeah. And he's actually videoing this, and Gosh. they don't notice because their backs are turned to him. Yeah. And then, of course, he calls them out, you know, and starts laughing and, you know, Oh, you know, the Smokey the Bear, Horny's cousin, or, you know, stuff yeah, like this. Yeah. And it's funny because his wife is there and their two daughters, their right. twin daughters. She doesn't like herd well, she, them out the door right. and like, we'll come back. Exactly. She's just sitting there with her hands over their eyes. Yeah. It's like, meanwhile, the kids can still hear like what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. They might not be able to see, but they right. they can hear and they, it's it's just an adult situation they don't exactly. get to be part of. So, anyway, you know, that scene ends with, you know, Chet going up and, you know, basically gets right into the camera. Yeah. It's like, okay, shut it off. That kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And so, um, the scene after that, we've got, you know, they're sitting out on the back porch and that's whenever Chet realizes, like, oh, you're going to be here for the whole week, huh? (laughs) Like, oh, great. Yeah. You, you know the excitement in his voice. Oh yeah, he's he's not thrilled. Mm-mm. I wouldn't be either, to be honest yeah. with you. So, but I love it though because they just have like these like conversations about you know, kind of like oh well, what do you see type of stuff. Yeah. So he's you know one of the things Roman wants to know is like you know 
for like a vacation, why would you want to come up here and, in his words, live like a barbarian for a week? Right. And he's trying to explain, like, you know, I've got, you know, these great memories with my dad and I want to, you know, have those same memories with my kids. Exactly. And that kind of stuff. And he's, you know, like kind of saying, like, you know, look around, you know, this is great, you know, country, you know, look at, you know, everything that's out here. And I can't do it, obviously, because I'm not Dan Aykroyd's character. I just love it because he goes into this whole tirade about oh, yeah. all of like what he sees. Which exactly, is, which is basically just tearing down the forest and developing condominiums and well, industry, like, industry and things like that. He sees that, but he also said he's he saw like all this like med- you know he's like all this medical waste, you know, at like the bottoms of the lake oh, yeah. and this that the other thing. <laughs> And I, I love it. That. Yeah, and then I love it because then he's like, you know, asking John Candy. He's like, now I'm going to ask you, what do you see? And he's like, I see, uh, I, I see trees. <laughs> yes. And he's like, yeah, just like this, you know, normal answer instead of like all this like doom and gloom, <laughs> you know, crap. And there's one thing that I made a note <laughs> while they were do- discussing all of that. Yeah. Is you mentioned that Dan and Dan Aykroyd's character is. Kind of like just just the quintessential yuppie. Yeah, he's just sitting there. He's talking with John Candy, and he just where he got it, I didn't see, but he just pulls out this bottle of cologne and just starts oh, yeah. spraying it on himself. <laughs> I know. So I right? just kind of made a little note in my mind about that. Exactly. His douche spray. It, right. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, to douche. Yeah. <laughs> so I love it. And then okay, so we get to the part, the point, like. He's, you know, um, oh, what's his name? John Candy is like, oh, you know, well, you know, uh, I better get the barbecue going. We'll get some hot dogs on right. there. And then once again, it's like, hey, you know, rule number one, you know, nobody that I'm sharing a place with for the week is going to do hot dogs. Like they, you know, they end up doing lobster tails. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's good, but yeah, isn't it's just it's kind of like throwing in his face. Well, I mean, the whole time, like, what's supposed to be his vacation exactly. ends up not becoming his vacation. Exactly. I think that's wants... what irritated me throughout the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. Was, it was his family vacation, and then Roman just comes in and hijacks Oh, he thing. hijacks the entire thing. Yeah. That's the problem. But anyway, so he's like, oh, you know, we're not having hot dogs, basically. Yeah. And then I love it, because the next scene, it shows his, uh, um, Chet's son's are like, you know, yeah, you know, I kind of feel like a weird presence type of thing. And oh, then they yeah. zoom in on the twin daughters. Yeah. Um, the Shining Girls. Yeah, pretty much. Because that's just it. Like, you watch them throughout the whole movie, and they barely talk at all. Yeah, not until the very end. Yeah, pretty much. So, anyway, so now we're, you know, next scene is, is that... Uh, uh, Roman is, um, you know, grilling the uh, yeah the tails and stuff. Yep. And he's talking about, you know, his investments and, you know, how, um, you know, you got to take a risk type of thing. Oh, yeah, and he's bragging about all the returns. He's had 300000 here, 200000 yeah. there, all that. Yeah, and he's trying to say, like, oh, you know, well, you should, you know, basically get in on this. Exactly. And John Candy's response is, well... Money easily gained is money easily exactly. lost. Exactly. So, 
Anyway, I love it, though. He, again, he makes fun of, like, oh, you know, Chet wanted hot dogs. And then that's whenever he makes the, Chet, you know, the whole joke of, <laughs> oh, yeah, do you know what those are made of? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, lips and assholes. <laughs> yes. And I love it because John Kane's like, ha, 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 I guess I'm an asshole, you know, blah, 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 <laughs> you know. And then, like I was telling you, we got to talk about, like, this weird kiss between yeah, Roman. Yeah, I looked down when that happened. Yeah. Roman plants this, like, you know, wet kiss on John Candy's wife, who who would be Roman's sister-in-law. Right. And I was just like, man, I was like, if your brother did that to me, <laughs> you like, would, yeah. Dude, you'd Teddy have Roosevelt. An, yeah. You'd have an issue <laughs> with that. Right. It's like, that's a well, little anybody, too close. Anybody would. Eh? Yeah. So now, you know, they're sitting around eating dinner. They're talking about, you know, oh, you know, um... Let's see. Uh, he wants <laughs> Danny Aykroyd's character wants a jet boat. Wants to ride a uh, jet boat. Yes, that's right. John Candy wanted to go on a pontoon. Boat, yeah, which is, I mean, I'm kind of like, I'm in John Candy's camp here. Yeah. Personally, I'm like cool. Yeah, exactly. But, but well, the kids, they don't want to do the jet, do the pontoon boat. They want right. to do the jet boat because then they can ski and yeah, and all the it other goes stuff. fast yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And so. Yeah. At that point, you can start, you, you start telling, you know, can tell that, you know, yeah, Chet's not happy because exactly. his kids are siding with, you know, the whole jet boat exactly. thing. Exactly. And it is already starting to mess up his vacation. Exactly. It's, like, it's very obvious the rails are, yeah. the wheels are coming off. And, exactly. And Roman's just hijacking the whole vacation. He's even right. got his kids. Now his kids are on board. Exactly. So he's just lost the battle. Exactly. So... I love the next scene, and I wish I wish we could do something like with clips or something, but we can't. Where John Candy is telling the whole bear story. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I did not make a note of that. Yeah, that's okay. But no, I did. I did actually make a note about that. Did you? Yeah, I did. Okay. It's a. Uh, it's a uh, later on though in the story. Oh okay. So <clears throat> yeah, at this point they're all just sitting around, uh, you know, playing games and stuff, and. Uh, John Candy's character starts turning down the lights and they're all kind of like, hey, you know, what's going on type of stuff. And this is where he decides to tell him the story of this bear. Yeah. And he basically says that this story is to try, you know, save their lives one day in case they ever come across, you know, a bear. Right. And so he's telling the story about how when he and his wife were up, you know, on their uh, honeymoon... That apparently whenever he was going to bed, he saw this bear that was in the window of this uh, cabin that they were staying at. Right. And he was taught, you know, given this, you know, really good description of like the walls started shaking and, you know, all this other stuff. Yeah, the bear is just kind of basically beating on the cabin trying yeah, to get in. Yeah, trying to get in. Yeah. And so he tell, he says that he pulled a rifle that, you know, was there and he shot at the bear. Yeah. And I love it because the his younger son is like, so you wasted her, and he's like, no, no, he's like a shotgun like that's not gonna kill you know a bear like that. Yeah. And he's like, so what happened? And so he explains that the buckshot basically took like the top of um, right, just kind of shaped fur, its head. basically, yeah. and so that <laughs> ran off. And so at that point the the younger son is like you know is that bear like still around yeah and the and his mom was trying to tell him like oh you know no no way that bear i'm sure is long gone and you know john candy's like oh yeah you know he he still could be around though 
And the thing of it is, though, <laughs> the climax of that story is... Yes. I always, That's I forgot. my favorite part. It's my favorite part, but he says it so fast that I, I can never understand what he says. He says something, and then he throws his like yes. beer or something into the fireplace, and it makes this big like explosion, like off the top. Yeah, and now I'm wishing I had made a note about what he said, but that was actually the note I made about that. Yeah, the fire just shooting out of the chimney was like the Apollo launch. Or yeah, something. I know, right? Is like <laughs> what you know? What did he? I thought it was just like beer or something. Like yeah. I don't know if it could really cause. That um, much of, you know... No, there's not enough alcohol in, in beer or anything like that. Right. Unless unless he grabbed a can of gasoline or something. <laughs> exactly. Tossed it in there. Right. <laughs> but see, whenever he does that, though, it upsets everybody. Just yes. because it's something that they're not expecting. Exactly. And especially the little girls. is pretty yeah. frightening. Well, it, it Me really... Too. Well, I mean, it really pissed, yeah, I know, right? It really pissed off the the older son and the, I mean, it really upset them. Yes. Because it was like, you know, God, Dad, you know, and the younger son actually took off because yeah. he was just pissed. Yeah, exactly. About it. And Roman is all like, Jesus Christ, you know, I, <laughs> yes. I'm 20 pounds overweight. I don't need something <laughs> like that. You know, I can feel my plaque start flowing again. Jeez, well, dude. I know. And then, uh, what's her name? You know, that was really inappropriate, Chet. Yeah. <laughs> she says with her drink in her hand. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what he took. Maybe that's what he threw in the fireplace Maybe. was her drink. Yeah. Because I think that was... It looked like a vodka or like a... Yeah, it was... Something. It was some some sort of... Yeah, it was a clear yeah. liquor of some sort. So, like. maybe. But yeah. And then John Candy, not too long after that, you see him in his youngest son's room right kind of comforting him like oh look it was just a story you, you know, know like my dad not gonna come and get you this right. and the other well he was telling him like you know it's a story that my dad told me and now i'm telling you and right. his dad probably told him the same story yeah it's a camping right ritual basically yeah you know you gotta tell like a good scary story yeah and then while he's talking to his son, Roman overhears him doing that, and so he kind of yeah. decides, like, well, I guess I better go talk to my he decides girls. Decides to be father of the year all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. So he, you know, it's so funny, like, watching the differences between the two families. Yeah. Because you can tell he's not all that comfortable talking to his own kids. Exactly. he's, like, supposedly working all the time, and he just doesn't seem to have that kind of connection oh okay you know what i'm speaking saying? of connections i didn't make that connection yeah i thought i thought he was just you know it was just his douche character i mean it could have been but i uncomfortable think... with his children but yeah. yeah i guess if you're gone all the time it might right you might find it hard to click with yeah your kids because you don't know their personality and their quirks and what they like and they don't like right and, and his kids are just freaking weird anyway yeah the shinning girls the shinning <laughs> the right. the twins yeah pretty much so, but anyway, so he goes in there to try to talk to them, and he just makes it worse. Yeah. Because instead of, while well, he tells them, like, oh, you know, the whole the whole bear story is just yes. that, it's just a story. But then he tells them about the story that his uncle had told him. God, yes. It was about this this family or whatever that was attacked by... By, like, army zombies. It, pretty much, Like, people yeah. the army had kept and done experiments on them, and they and broke then, out. And then they slaughtered and, like, ate this family. Is basically... Yeah. He gave, like, this very short version of the story. Yeah. Which was actually a scarier story than the bear story. Exactly. He should have just, just 
not even it. said any of yeah. that, period. Just left it at, hey, it was just a story. Right. Guys tell stories. Exactly. It's, it's fine. No bears are out there. Yeah. Which is still kind of a lie. That but... is definitely a lie. <laughs> but a child needs to feel safe. Oh, know? yeah, for sure. <laughs> so anyway, so then he goes to shut off the light and, you know, you see the two girls just staring. And then... <laughs> yeah, very long night oh, of no sure. sleep. No just sleep. staring unblinking yeah. at the ceiling. I love that because the next part is the first time we see the raccoons. Yeah, the raccoons. That's a funny. Yeah, that's a funny running gag in that movie. Exactly. So yeah, the raccoons show up and they knock over, you know, the uh, the trash cans because they're like, oh yeah, they're from Chicago. I love it because they have like the yeah. on the screen and stuff. Like the raccoons are talking, which yeah. obviously they're not. But no, no. Um, but yeah, they're like they're from Chicago. They're gonna have some good food. Yeah, it's and lobster then, tails, and then yeah, they're like oh the lobster dogs. tails, and then they're like hey look a shit ton of raw hot dogs, <laughs> and then one of them makes the joke about hey you know what those are made out of lips and assholes. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> So finally, Excuse it's, me. you know, the next day and, you know, he gets up and sure enough, he's clean. He's actually the one cleaning up the mess that the raccoons have left behind. Yeah. yeah. And they show they show a scene with um, Raymond and uh, he's calling, you know, we find out that he's calling his uh, preacher or whatever. And. His wife is in the shower, and he's trying to talk to this preacher. Oh, and yes, he's that's like, right. He's like, you know, oh, hey, you know, do you have 25 grand? You know, because he's trying to get, like, this investment thing. Yeah. And so, you know, he, he hung, hangs up or whatever. And he he asks the wife, he's like, you know, why is it that Chet's kid look at him like he's, you know, Zeus? And my <laughs> yes. kids look at me like I'm a rack of, you know, of uh, tools and sears <laughs> or whatever. And she's trying to explain to him, you know, like, well, maybe if you were around more often, yeah, you know, maybe, you know, you would have that connection. And then he just silenced her. Oh, yeah. He's like, put a cork in it, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Talking business. Yeah. If I, he... said, if I were to say something like oh, that Oh, I'd you, be like, excuse me? Yeah, you'd pick up the nearest thing uh-huh. and chunk it right in my face. Exactly. You'd be like, here's a cork for you. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so anyway, so there, there was, that was going on. And now finally we're at like the jet boat and yeah I, I don't know what okay so I have no idea what kind of boat um, I don't know I John never, Candy had because that wasn't a pontoon boat I don't think that he was in I almost I almost swear that that was the same boat that Roman took them out skiing on either okay. that or it was one similar to it I think it was because similar that one the first smaller. one yeah the first one was. The name of the boat was Suck My Wake. Yeah. <laughs> but I never saw the name of the boat right. on the second boat. Right. Which I'm getting ahead of myself here. But it may have been a second boat. Yeah. Because they may have, like, rented it or something. I mean, I'm assuming is. that they rented it. I don't think they, like, bought the boat. But well, That's like, true. Nobody drug a boat up there on a yeah, trailer. Right. But so. But, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll let you finish that. But see, okay, so... You know, the family goes to, I'm assuming, rent these boats and stuff. And, um, again, Chet's like, that's just too much boat. He's talking to his oldest son, Buck. Yeah. And he's, you know, Buck is kind of, he's definitely at that age where it's like, okay, I'm kind of, I'm a little too old. You know, I kind of want to go do my own thing. Right. And so that's what he kind of tells his dad. It's like, 
you know, is it okay if I just kind of, you know, go around town and, you know, I'll just get back with you guys like later. And so, you know, he gives him permission and I love it. Cause he's like, you know, Oh, give me a hug. And of course the son doesn't <laughs> want to. And yeah. so John Candy's character, Chet, you know, Oh, give me a hug. And yeah, he goes kind to of force it. basically forces a hug from his oldest son. <laughs> and so oh, it was cute though. It was oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. You know, and then the next scene we see Chet in this boat. And like I said, it's weird. Cause I, I want to say it's a different boat. I think it is because because it doesn't look like a speed type boat. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know it's what that not, was. I meant to look that up. Yeah, but I don't really know what that was. Right. And that motor hanging off the back mm-hmm. of that sucker looked like it was more than enough to pull it down under. Right. But I love it though. So it's him and the younger son in this in this boat. Yeah. And he turns it on, and you know, um, from the the dock area, he's. Uh, Raymond is trying to say, like, hey, you've got it in neutral, and he couldn't right. hear him. And so he's like, you've got it in neutral. you got to, you know, put it. Right, which does. he does, but it just launches it goes, forward. It launches forward and ends up on the cement of the, yeah. of the dock or whatever. Yeah, the boat's toast. Yeah. yeah that's why I think it was a second boat oh, that I'm they sure. went out on the lake on. Yeah. There's no way a boat would survive that. No. I don't know much about boats, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure... A collision with a boat dock and a right. trailer would not. Exactly. <laughs> and so the next scene is like, I love it though, because of course, what's his name has to be a douche about the yes, fact that Chet ruined the boat and he's yes. just like laughing at him basically. Yeah. You know, kind of like, oh, good job. Yeah, exactly. And so the next <clears throat> scene is like, okay, so since the boat is messed up, now <clears throat> they do have to go on um, Raymond's boat. So, all right. So anyway, so now uh, Chet's trying to teach his youngest son how to water ski. And so he's just kind of going over, um, you know, some of like the safety rules and like what you should do. And the kid is not really like listening. He just wants to, you know, get along, get on to it, you know, and do it. Exactly. And so. Typical, you know, kid. Right. And so Chet's trying to tell him, like, if you get into trouble, you know, let go of the rope. Yeah. Is what he's doing. And so meanwhile, you know, the uh, the adults are, you know, in the boat and they're getting kind of restless. And, you know, they're like, hey, are we going or what? Yeah. And so basically, um, John Candy's character, you know, kind of waves or whatever. Yeah, the wife waves at him first. Right. And I was like, just kind of an awkward, like, hey, how are you doing sort yeah, of thing. And then exactly. he just waves back. And so Roman she, takes it as, oh, well, let's go. Well, actually, his wife took it first. Oh, that's right. That's it's right. It's like, oh, is he going? Oh, okay. And then that's whenever Roman takes off. That's right. Yeah. And so, sure enough, he, like, I don't know how do I explain it. He, his ass is basically drugged, like, literally right off the oh. ramp. Yes. Oh. And so. Was he wearing skis? Yeah. Okay, okay. He was. Okay. I thought he was doing that barefoot. Mm-mm. Eventually, he ends up barefoot. Oh, gosh. But, yeah, that's just it. So, he goes taking off, and I love it because the, the kid goes, hey, Dad, let go of the rope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the number one rule he's <laughs> yeah. trying to drill into his kid's head, he doesn't even follow. Right. 
And so it's ba- the whole scene is basically all this craziness out on on the lake with him. Oh yeah, on the skis, taking him through the cat those cattails kind of right sticking up through the lake and it's just oh. almost taking out a couple of people yep. in the process. Jeez, I mean, just all kinds of craziness. And then, like I said, at one point he actually does like lose one of his skis, so he's okay. got like his bare foot. Going in, like, this fast water, which would hurt. Oh, yeah, I would absolutely think so. Right. And so, finally, he, you know, I don't know if he lets go of the rope or if he just, you know, or what, but (laughs) finally. (laughs) Out of exhaustion. Exactly. Let's go. Yeah. I love it, though, because, like, there's people cheering for him, yeah, you know, that, on the lake and yeah, everything. Yeah, I think he's some sort of hardcore skier. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, man, that guy's so badass. Yeah, it's like, no. No, he's not. And then, I love it, the next scene, at this point, he's done. Yeah. He's, oh, like, he's I ready to... too. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he's, like, ready to pack his shit. Yeah. And that's basically what he's doing. So, he's actually starting to pack. And so, his wife comes in, like, you know, hey, what's going on? And he's like, you know, I'm, you know, I've had enough of his crap. He's oh, like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. You know, and she's like, well, wait a second. You know what? You know, kind of like what happened. And I love it. And he, yeah. he's. What do he's, you mean? Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, how about Roman, you know, dragging me all around the damn yeah. lake? How about that? You know? And then I love it. He's like, have you seen my ass lately? And he's, <laughs> she's, she's like, like no, not, not lately. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, because I'll be picking splinters out of it till the day I die. You know, kind of being a little overdramatic with it, but still. Yeah. You know. Still, I would have been pissed too. Yeah. And so, but she just brings up the point of, you know, you're a good guy, you know, kind of be like the bigger man about it. Right. And, you know, you, you wanted to do this father-son type thing. So, you know, she, it helps him to like stay or whatever. Yeah. And then I love it. She's like, oh, you know, from now on, everything will be great and everything. And he, she's like, Roman's gonna, we're gonna make some goat cheese pizzas and we're gonna take him over to the lodge. Yeah, he's like, wait, what? What? And, you know, big man pizza. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, no, I heard a goat in there somewhere. Yeah. Is he making goat pizza? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Let's see. The next scene is we we see uh, uh what's his name Wally again, and this time he's got Roman's daughters, and he's telling Roman. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, he's telling Roman, you know, to kind of watch out for him. That there's this old uh mica uh mine area. Yeah, and they were kind of playing around in that area right. near the entrance. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know dangerous. There's holes. There's all these other issues. Yeah, you know, just you know, kind of watch out for him. Well, the next scene was um, they were they were gonna go do something, and then uh, Chet was like, "Oh yeah, there's this guy that's celebrating his 109th birthday over at the uh, the lodge or whatever. So we should go wish him a happy birthday." Oh, that's thing. right. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and and um, Wally is it? I think that's the his guy name. that uh was running the lodge yeah is also the bartender yeah apparently he does everything there i don't know (laughs) that's what i was wondering too so but yeah so um you know yeah exactly and so the kids are there they're trying to wish this old man you know a happy birthday and uh john candy's character gets the idea of, you know, oh, you know, kind of gather around him and, you know, I'll take a picture. And right. the kids are like, yeah. you know, we've said happy birthday, but he, you know, I don't know if he's deaf or what. Yeah. You know, because he's not saying anything back. 
And uh, Chet's like, you know, oh, everybody get in for a picture. And, you know, he's asking the older son how the camera, his camera works. Right. And uh, Wally's like, you know, I really don't want the kids hanging around him. You know, he's not a jungle gym type thing. And uh, yeah, meanwhile, the little girls are kissing him with yeah, a cheek. Yeah, you stuff. know, they're trying to get this cute picture. Yeah. And <laughs> I love it because he, <laughs> Wally, you know, ends up telling him that um, the guy died on the way over there. Yeah. And, of course, the kids hear that. They're like, Jesus, Dad. And so they, like, get up and run off. And, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I touched a dead person. <laughs> and then I love it. He blames him. Like, you know, how could you do that? And he's like, I didn't do it. He did it. <laughs> well, you still drug a yeah. dead man into the bar, propped him up exactly. in a chair That's for a so, birthday party. Yeah, it's weird. And it's very National Lampoon's. Yeah, man. true. That is true. Let's see. I think the scene after that. Uh, let's see. Yeah, after uh, the uh, dead man uh, incident. Yeah, which this has got to be like the longest night ever because all this shit happens. It seems like in one night. Yeah, that's that. That's where I was having some issues remembering. I think was yeah. What what's going on? Basically. Yeah. So from what I remember, the next scene is is that the two boys are playing pool and. Um, yeah, and I guess John Candy and the twin girls, I guess they're I doing something else yeah. in between then. But yeah, the, the oldest son and the youngest son of John yeah, Candy so they're, are playing pool. They're playing pool, and there's an incident where the older son accidentally, he's got his pool cue, and uh, <laughs> that basically gets it stuck between this girl's like legs. Right. And she's like, what the hell? And so... Right, she turns around, and she thinks she's going to beat somebody's ass, basically. Right, because she wants to know what's going on. Yeah. And then she takes off. And so he takes off after her basically to apologize to her because she didn't give him the chance to. Yeah. Tells the little, tells the little brother like, hey, I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go try to catch her, you know, and he just leaves him to, I guess, go find John Candy. Right. And so that's the next scene after that is we've got the bear dump scene, which I didn't know this was like a thing. Ever so it, it's a real thing. It's not just a movie thing. I don't know if it's thing. a real thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but in the movie, it's a thing. Okay, I think, I'm kind of think there. I guess. I mean, because it's like I didn't know people would actually show up. So yeah, all these people are sitting watching these bears like dig through trash, and they're just sitting in their cars watching it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know that I'd want to do that. I yeah. I, I looked up actually the weight of the average weight of yeah bears and. I think in this movie, they were brown bears. I think so. And they can range between 180 and 1,300 pounds. Holy shit. I'm not going anywhere near one of those things. So that's just it. So it starts off with everybody watching these bears go through trash, and freaking John Candy takes these, you know, candy bars... And gets their attention yeah. by putting one on the um, the front of the car. Yeah, so what the hell are you thinking, dude? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Exactly. So, sure enough, the spare gets on top of the, the thing and starts going after the candy bars. Oh, but yeah. then, he won't, like, leave. Yeah, he knows there's more inside, right. so he's scratching at the windshield trying to get in. Exactly. And then his, you know, buddy bear or whatever gets on top of the car, which I would think would have collapsed the top of the car. That's why, actually why I looked up yeah. looked up the bears and their average weight and stuff. Right. Because, yeah, they, if, if they were on the heavier end, they could very easily collapse the car, broken the windshield, whatever. Right. So, anyway, so now 
John Candy realizes, like, yeah, he messed up. Yeah. <laughs> big time. Yeah, big time. So. For sure. For some reason, yeah, so he ends up driving off with these two bears on his, his car. <laughs> I always wondered, like, where did those bears go <laughs> yeah, afterwards? <I> <laughs> because, I mean, it's like, yeah, you're just, like, you're just going to drive off down the street with these bears. Maybe you dropped them off at, like, a, a, a bear nightclub or something along maybe. the way. Hey, maybe. Yeah. Jellystone National Park or something. Yeah. What was uh, what was the girl bear? There was Yogi Boo Boo and then. Oh hell if I know. I can't remember the girl bear name. <laughs> I, don't know. I almost want to say Dixie for some reason, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Boo Boo. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, so yeah, the whole bear dump thing didn't yeah. go as planned, and so now we're focused in on the older son, and. I never, I didn't really realize until watching this today is like, I got kind of annoyed with his whole like love story bullshit throughout this whole thing. Yeah. Oh, you mean the interaction between him and the girl yeah. and the chasing her and, and, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. It was just stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Hold on. Let me pause. All right. Okay. Now. So, yeah, so the next scene, we've got the son who ends up finding the girl. Right. And she's at, like, it looks like almost like a carnival-type setting. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, too. Yeah, and so she ends up being a real asshole to him. Yeah, she's she's vague as all get out. Right. Because they're talking, and he's, he's kind of using his, you know, lines on her or whatever, right. trying, to, trying to score, I guess, score a date. And, uh, you know, she's all like, you know, giving him the runaround. And, and then he's like, oh, well, I guess you're local, huh? Yeah. And she's like, you don't even know how local I am. Yeah. I kind of made a little note of, like, you don't know how local I am? Yeah. Who is... wrote that? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just it. Like, yeah, he's being really nice. And he was like, you know, you ran off before I could apologize. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Um, You know, that kind of stuff. And... Yeah, she's just a dick to him. And then yeah. she takes off and she's like, you know, basically, I'm not a tourist attraction. It's like, yeah. what the hell? And he even says, like, what did I do? Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, it's fine, all fine and dandy if you don't want to get involved with some guy who's just going to be leaving in a few days or right. a week or so. You don't have to be a jerk about it. You can just say, yeah. no, I don't date tourists. Well, that or just like, I mean, because he wasn't even like asking her on a date. It was just like that's true. I just wanted to really got to that point yet. It was like I just wanted to apologize. Yeah, and like you could have just like left, you know, left it at that and just oh okay, you know, apology accepted type of thing, and then just moved on. Yeah, you know, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, chased her down. Yeah, um, and so. I think this is all in the same night. I think after that, he finds his dad outside and they go in a rowboat. Yeah. yeah. Like, how long is this night? (laughs) I I don't know. Holy crap, there's a lot of stuff packed into this one time. As much stuff, all the things that are happening makes me think that it's finally finishing up with him and John Candy in the boat at like, 4 a.m. Yeah. But I, mean, I think the real timeline is supposed to be between 7 and 9. I don't or know. Or 7 and 10. 
I don't know, but it's like, it's a long ass day. Because yeah. that's just it. I mean, they're all wearing the same clothes from earlier. Yeah. So it's still it's supposed to be the same day, same night. Yeah. So anyway, they have this really nice heart to heart, you know, talk, you know, in the boat. Um, he ends up giving him like this, this ring or whatever that his dad had given him. So he's going to pass on to him. Right. And you know that, yeah, they just have a really nice heart to heart. Yeah. You kind know, a little father son. Right. Moment there. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. Okay, so the next day they have more activities planned. Yes. Um, is this when they go fishing, or is this? No, that's later. That later on. Okay. No, this is where. Um, I want to say this is like the horseback riding. Oh yes, and this that's is right. also where he got hit in the face while he was riding in the golf cart. Or in the cart. <laughs> so yeah. what happened first, the golf cart? Golf cart. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, go, those were go-karts. Yeah, go-karts. Once his face was playing golf. Yeah. And then um, exactly. John Candy was pl- in the right. golf cart. Go-karts. So John Candy and the two sons were riding around in these go-karts. Yeah. And um, uh, Roman, was I calling him Raymond the whole time? No, you've been calling him Roman. I heard okay. you say Raymond once. <laughs> okay. But honestly, I thought you were talking about a totally different character. But now that you bring that up, I'm kind of wondering if you meant Roman when you said Roman. I'm pretty sure I just meant Roman, and I kept calling him Raymond. Roman, Raymond, tomato, tomato. Yeah, screw it. But anyway, so yeah, Roman was playing golf. Yeah. And ended up hitting a golf ball ricocheted off and hit John Candy right in the face (laughs) as he was riding his golf cart, or his go-kart, I mean. And so that was funny. Uh, the scene after that, everybody's riding horses. Of course, um, Chet's not digging it, right? Which fat people don't want to ride horses. Okay, <laughs> it's just not. As a fat person myself, I don't want to be on a horse. It just doesn't. <clears throat> Excuse me. It just yeah. you know is not comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Riding a horse isn't comfortable, period. True. It's been a long time. I've, I've ridden a horse a few times. Oh, okay. It was my uh, uh, half-brother, with my half-brother and my dad. Yeah. And it was, uh, okay. it's very bouncy. If you don't know what you're doing, it's hard to control the horse. Yeah, I bet. Even if the horse has blinders on, oh, yeah. you know, they're still going right. to wander around because, yeah, they can't see out the side, but then mm-hmm. they turn their head to look around and next thing you know, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a little dandelion there. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. Like, no, let's keep going this way. Right. But. but anyway, so the scene, though, is basically everybody took off ahead of him, and he ended up getting off the horse because it was just kind of like, okay, this is just not, you know, working for me type of thing. Right. So he gets off the horse. Well, the horse actually took off. Yeah. Well, he had actually got off because he was going to, he, he picked a switch. Oh, yeah. From the tree. Right. Because the horse wasn't cooperating there again. It's hard to control a horse, especially if you have never ridden one before. Right. And I'm, I'm not bragging like I'm some sort of, you know, <laughs> master horse trainer, farrier, whatever. Right. But it's it's true. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, he gets off the horse. He grabs a switch. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, I'm not a mean guy and I hate to do this to you. Right. He's acting like he's going to get back up there and then use the switch to yeah. get him moving. But yeah. of course the horse... Yeah, it took yeah, yeah, it takes off and stuff. So now you see it where you know they're all sit, everybody else is sitting in the barn, and he finally shows up, but he had to walk. God yeah. knows how far. Oh, dude, the dude is like he's heat exhausted. Oh, he's yeah, dehydrated. He's pissed. Yeah, he's, I would have been. Yeah, exactly. So 
it just, yeah, it shows him being really pissed off and unhappy. Oh, yeah, and everybody's like, oh, what happened? What's wrong? Yeah. How, you, like, well, you don't hear him wheezing. You don't right. see that he's well, red as a lobster. I think they were worried <laughs> that, like, maybe the, the horse bucked him off or something. Well, that's true. You know true. what I mean? So, yeah. Because that's just it. They didn't know where, you know, where that horse was. Yeah. Um, so I think the next scene, we bounce back to the older son and the whole stupid girlfriend thing. Yeah, where are they at this time? Are they at the carnival again, or... Um... No, they weren't at the tackle, the, the bait shop. That was That's, like, later. later. It, you know what? The whole girlfriend... I don't think it really matters. I don't yeah. think it really matters. I mean, who cares? It's like, it's like, my, I really love Tombstone. It's one of my favorite westerns. <laughs> But every time I watch the movie, this has nothing to do with this movie other than this. I fast forward every oh. single time through that love scene oh, yeah, where yeah. they're uh, Wyatt Earp and that girl right. are riding horses through the woods and the prairie and stuff. It's like right. this. It, I get it. It's just yeah. They're trying to establish something, but to me, it's boring. It's yeah, like, exactly. Let's get back to it. Right. So, um, I'm trying to remember where we are. I certainly didn't help with that little segue. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. All right. So, I believe after that, we get to like the big 96 uh, ounce steak yeah, scene. I think so. And we've already... Okay, and... So before, I do remember before that, uh, Buck and the girl were going to meet up at the boathouse or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, basically to like hang out and stuff. And, um, she, she basically, you know, kind of gives them this whole, oh, you know, don't stand me up type of thing, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And so, um. And that, that's. That's shortly before the family goes to that restaurant. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, they go to this restaurant, and everybody's ordering, and he sees, or I'm sorry, uh, Roman sees, you know, like, oh, you know, like, there's this 96-ounce steak, like, um, so he asks the waitress about it. Oh, yeah. And the waitress yeah. tells him, you know, oh, yeah, you know, it's 96-ounce steak, uh, if somebody eats it all, you know, then they get all of like the meal, you right. know, everybody's meals for free. Right. Type the of whole thing. table. Yeah, exactly. So Chet ends up deciding to do it. He's like, I'll give it a shot. And Roman asks, you know, the waitress says, you know, has anybody actually been able to do that? Yeah. And she's like, well, not since I've been here. No. And so I love it. They, they show the scene. They show like these you know all this meat hanging on hooks yeah the camera's kind of going through this meat locker right and then they show the 96 (laughs) ounce steak which is massive yes it's huge and i love how you pointed out too so they show the butcher he brings it out and his you know his uh um, outfit is just covered in blood. Oh, yeah. yeah. Blood stains all over him. Yeah. And he tells Chet, he's like, bon, bon appetit. Yeah. And everybody's just looking. Cross-contamination, anybody? Right. <laughs> and everybody's looking at this steak and it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. And it's, 
I love how everybody in the restaurant just like abandons their meals. Yeah, and they get up dinners. to watch this one man eat, yeah. a, eat a steak. Which it's going to take a while. Like, I exactly. can understand if it was getting towards the end of the meal and like, oh man, this guy's really going to do it. Let's go check this out. Right, but I'm going to sit at my table and yeah. just glance over at him once in a while. Right. You know, I'm gonna or. My food. I'm not going to let my food get cold just because some <laughs> doofus wants to take on a steak challenge. Exactly. So, anyway, so it just shows him, and, of course, he starts off, and he's doing good, you know. Meanwhile, Buck keeps looking at his watch, and, you know, they keep showing the girl also looking at her watch at the boathouse. And it's, you know, gets towards him, and he's getting towards the end, and now he's not doing so great. And I love it, because Roman, you know, is, like, listening to Chet's stomach, and yeah, he's like, oh, processing nicely, you know, it's like, oh, okay. And so he finally gets to the end of the steak and he barely gets it down and he's hard, you know, he's trying to chew it. Yeah. And Roman is like, okay, he's done. And, you know, the, uh, uh, the chef, the butcher guy's like, he's not done. And Roman's like, well, all that's left on there is gristle and fat. And so he, uh, ends up having yeah. to eat the gristle and fat. Yeah, that's 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 a big no for me. Yeah, no, I'm, not I'm done. Eat all that. Nope, I guess I'll just pay for the steak and yeah, all the exactly. other meals. But apparently, he ate it because they come out with all kinds of stuff. Uh, they come out with like a plaque, and he got like a shirt and a bunch of you know things for like the kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was I actually looked this up real quick. Yeah. Um, I may be eating a bunch of time, but they're. I was trying to remember the name of the restaurant, and there's actually a restaurant here in Texas that does something similar to that. Oh, really? It's called the Big the Big Texan Steak Ranch and Brewery. It's in Amarillo, Texas. Oh, wow. They offer a 72-ounce steak. The meal consists of uh, shrimp cocktail, baked potatoes, salad with a roll, butter, and, a, and of course, the 72-ounce steak. Oh, God. The entire meal must be completed in one hour. If any of the meal is not consumed, you lose. Oh, F that noise. Yeah. Does it say if anybody's done it? Um, I have not gotten to that part. Okay. So far. But if you fail, it's $72. Oh, God. If you eat, finish it all, the meal is free. Ugh. That's that's another hard pass. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> not worth it. Mm-mm. So anyway, <clears throat> so the one kid has missed his date he's all upset about it finds the evidence that she actually was there because she had that oh, pop yeah. can yeah um you know Our realize... tombstone love story not interesting yeah pretty much um but i love it though they get back home and the raccoons went through the trash again this time he had brought the trash into the uh cabin yeah so the raccoons destroyed it inside the cabin so there's <laughs> trash everywhere and i love it because roman's like whoa look at the maggots on that meat yes and then and that I, makes him want to throw up well and that's just it i never i didn't understand this part because it's obvious that john candy's character is about to throw up so he starts heading off towards the bathroom i don't understand why everybody's following him and then I you, wouldn't. Yeah, and then you hear him start to puke, and then everybody runs the other way. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Exactly, he wasn't about to perform a song and dance, that's right? For sure. So yeah, I didn't get that part. So, um, I think we have some more with like the stupid like love story bullshit. Yeah, um, and and I'm I'm not remembering it, of course. Um, 
we'll just bra- breeze through it, I guess, because, like yeah. you said, it's just, it's really not that interesting, and it doesn't have... Yeah. I mean, it has a, a part of the story, but it's not a major part of the movie. Right. But he 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 somehow tracks her down after standing her up, and uh, that's all I'm remembering. Yeah. I don't remember anything beyond that. Yeah. <laughs> Shows how much I paid attention to it. Right. So, yeah, after he gets sick, um, they end up uh, going fishing. He, uh, oh yeah, the next morning. <laughs> yeah, the next yeah. morning, it's uh, you know five a.m. and he's telling the guys, you know, the fishing boat leaves in ten minutes, and so they show him, and it's still like dark outside. Oh yeah, the sun's not really up. That yeah, much. and so they're talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're talking about you know, oh, what kind of worms are these? And he's saying like that they're leeches. And of right. course, they freak out. It's like I don't want to touch leeches. You know, they <laughs> suck your blood and everything. And so somehow they fall asleep on this boat. I don't even know how they would have. Yeah, I mean, fishing is kind of boring, though. It is boring. If you're sitting on the boat like that, I could imagine you probably want to take a nap at some point. Right. But the problem is they fall asleep and they get all these leeches onto them. Yeah, yeah. And so I always wondered how they got rid of those leeches. Because, like, the next scene, like, they don't have leeches on them. I really, honestly, I have no idea. I started to kind of look that up, but um, that was one of those things that there was just kind of so much information popped up all at once. Yeah. And I thought, well, you know, it may not have been that interesting anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And so now I remember during this scene, Buck goes to call Cammy, which is that girl or whatever, at work. And Cammy tells the guy, you know, he answers the phone, oh, kind of yeah, like, I'm yeah. not here type of thing. Oh, that's right, because he, she was still pissed at him for yeah. standing her up the night uh, yeah. previous, I believe. Yeah. And so now, the, now we're back at the cabin and things have come to a head. Kind of out of nowhere... I feel like because it starts off with, you know, they're kind of nitpicking. Everybody's like nitpicking at each other. Oh, yeah. You've got Roman who's, you know, putting uh, Chet down like, no, you're not supposed to do the fire this way. It's supposed to be this way. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's nitpicking. He's criticizing the way he's kindling the fire. Right. Which which Chet, John Candy, crumples it. Yeah. Puts it in there, and Rome is like, "No, you're supposed to twist it, twist it, yeah, and put it in there, yeah." And so, yeah, everybody's just like pissed at each other, and it comes to a head where, um, oh, yeah, the two guys basically, you know, start fighting with each other. Right. They just they they really just kind of start having words. It's clear that they're irritated with each other. Yeah. And then. You know, slowly but surely, other members of the family kind of the sisters. start to get yeah. involved. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, they're just talking about how, um, oh, what's it called? You know, he starts putting him down because, you know, like, yeah, they don't make as much money. Like, oh, I'm the one with the Mercedes. Yeah, and, and John Candy's like, oh, yeah, well, is it paid for yet? Right. And, you know, he's like, oh, are you jealous? And he keeps calling him Chester, which he does not like to be called. He yeah. wants to be called Chet. And oh, he tells yeah, them, it's that. like, don't, you know, don't call me, you know, Chester. Yeah, and that's I whenever, that. Yeah. And so 
it gets to the point where even the the two kids, you know, get into it. <laughs> and yes, Buck I tells can't them, do the little girls get into it, no, or is it just the boys? Just the boys. Okay. Buck tells, uh, you know, Uncle Roman to bite the big one, which is like, <laughs> damn, <laughs> yeah. that's going a bit far there, son. Yeah, and uh, what's uh. Oh, I'm I'm forgetting his wife's name, John Candy's wife's name. Connie. Connie, okay, yeah. And she scolds her son, like, hey, you don't talk to adults that way. Right. And then, uh, then he's like, Dan why Aykroyd's not? He's like, yeah, you know, you're not supposed to, you're supposed That's to have more rude. respect. That's rude. And, and then, then she she's... looks at him and is like, oh, blow it out your ass. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, though. And then at that point, yeah, they decide, like, okay, we're going to, like, leave. Yeah. It's like, this is, you know, yeah, this is crap or whatever. And I love it because... They start, you know, going up the stairs and, you know, Chet's like, you know, oh, by the way, don't steal any of our stuff. And they're like, oh, like you have stuff. Yeah. And Connie's like, oh, well, we have stuff. Yeah, we've got stuff. (laughs) And then she tells her to, you know, to, you know, go find herself a spin cycle, which we forgot about that part. There was a scene where. Oh, yeah. Where, you know. Basically, Kate, you know, the, the younger sister or whatever, right. is telling Connie, you know, kind of like, you know, it's lonely actually having money. Yeah, he can be gone. Yeah. He's like, gone. I'm for, not feeling bad for you. Yeah. Still, it's like, oh, that must, that yeah. must be terrible but she, for you. She's talking anyway. about how, you know, he could be gone for like up to a month. Exactly. And she was talking about the spin cycle because she's not getting laid (laughs) so apparently leaning up against uh the washing machine during the spin cycle does it for her i guess so and so connie made that joke about you know made that comment about you know well go find yourself a spin cycle and i thought it was funny because the sister then yelled down from the stairs you know called her a uh well actually she called she called her sister yelled down from the stairs called her a louse first mm-hmm. then connie was like oh go find yourself a spin cycle but right. anyway i thought that was funny because it wasn't throughout the entire movie but there were a lot of scenes where i saw her mm-hmm. with a drink in her hand yeah which i think was supposed to establish that she's she's maybe an alcoholic yeah i think it's <laughs> part of it is like because Depressed. she is yeah like lonely and, you know, yeah. it is kind of, you know, like they always do say money doesn't buy happiness. Because right, there right. are a lot of people that have money that are still very depressed and upset. So, right. you know, so I kind of got that. But anyway, I love it, though, because the younger brother, after they go upstairs and stuff, the younger brother is like, Dad, does this mean we're not going to get any presents from <laughs> Uncle Roman? Yes. <laughs> and the brother goes, oh, blow it out your ass. <laughs> yeah. And the mom is like... Nobody will be blowing anything out of anyone's ass. <laughs> yes. And yes. so... And then the little kid tells John Candy, he's like, hey, you should blow blow Uncle Roman out your ass. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know what? Blow the whole family out your ass. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're not, you're not getting that one, kid. No, you're no. just using it wrong. Right. Stop it. And this is where we get to the part. So, uh, you know, they're about to, like, leave. Yeah. And this is where uh, Roman basically is like, you know, I actually, I came up here for a reason. And, you know, basically it was to get, you know, money from you. Um, You know, I wanted to go into this whole, uh, you know, I wanted to um, do this investment and stuff with you. Yeah, give him an opportunity to go into Mm -hmm. a quote unquote investment venture. Well, because here's the thing. He, He tells them. This whole story about how, you know, oh, you know, at our wedding, 
You know, yeah. that you were, you know, uh, were in the John or whatever, and you were talking to Katie and Connie's dad, and, right. you know, you, you said that I was a crooked son of a bitch. Yeah. And then he tells them, you know, the next time that, you know, that you want to say something like that, you better check under the stalls for feet. Right. Making him, of course, feel really bad, because he's like... Oh, yeah, like, for sure. I would have felt bad, too. Right. Because he was saying, you know, that, hey, I had a couple of drinks that night. And he's like, I don't remember if I said that. But if I did, I'm really sorry. Kind of thing. And so that's whenever he tells them, you know, basically he he gets a check for like 25 grand. Yeah. Yeah. Or close to 25 grand. Yeah. For $25,000, he's going to give him an opportunity to buy into an investment. Right. But John Candy is so guilt-ridden. Right. And his mind is elsewhere. He doesn't even ask for specifics. Exactly. He's just like, oh, well, we don't have 25000 but, you know, I, I can call some banks and, and we can get yeah. some money and, and this, that, and the other. And Right. And Meanwhile, just, the wife, his wife is like, what? Yeah, she's like shaking her head, no, we don't have grand. Yeah, we don't grand. have 25 grand. We're not doing it. No. They do it anyway. Yeah. And so... The, the next scene is actually, you know, Roman and, and everybody is in the car. You know, they're all in the car. They've, they're, they like, leaving. Yeah, check and, in hand. Yeah, yeah, he's got the check in hand. And his wife is talking to him and telling him, you know, pretty much like, you know, I bet you that was, you know, the kid's college fund right. type money. You know, yeah. because... Um, that twenty five grand may may have been a half a year's salary right. for him and this, that, and the other. And now at this point, he's feeling guilty. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And he like goes, you know, he's like, we have to go back or whatever. And he's like, I'll be fine once I, you know, fix this. Yeah. And so I think there's actually another stupid like love scene story where the, the sun. Yes. Because it's raining. (laughs) It's raining, but it's not raining in this scene. Yeah. They shot this scene in the daytime. Or evening time when it's clear. Yeah. But then they superimposed. That's what that's, it looked I don't know like. If that's the right yeah. term you're supposed to use. But they they superimpose rain into the scene. Right. Because you can tell because the chick's hair, she's got this big perm looking yeah. thing going on, and it's not even weighted down a little bit. Right. So yeah, so it's raining. And he sees her, and oh yeah, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. So they uh, they get back, and he and he actually starts ripping up the check. Yeah. See, that's how that's how little those love scenes mean. Yeah. To this movie, we don't even remember half that crap. I know. We just like acknowledge that it happened and gloss over it. Pretty much. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that part's just not important. Yeah, I'm sure they'll forgive us. Yeah. Right. I mean. <laughs> but anyway. So, but yeah, so Roman ends up taking the check and uh, tearing it in half. And his wife is wanting to know, like, what's going on. And he basically tells her, you're going to want to sit down, you know, for what I have to say. Yep. And meanwhile, they left their kids in the car during, like, this heavy-ass rainstorm. Stupid decision. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to be in the same room for the adult conversation. Right. But send them upstairs. Exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so the kids get out of the car. It's yep. like, oh, you know, let's, you know, let's go. That kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. They go off. So, out the woods again. Right. So, <laughs> but now we're having this really important conversation where Roman admits to his wife, who had no idea, mm-hmm. that basically everything in their life is fake. 
from the fake, you know, Rolex watches that they've got, the fake, you <laughs> yeah. know, like they, all these different like clothing, like everything is fake. Yeah, he called them Rolex replicas. Yeah, and then she she gasped, right, audibly gasped. Yeah. <gasps> well, and he admits that you know that they're busted when it yeah. comes to money. Oh yeah, he and lost his job, lost his trading license yep. or whatever it is he called it. Yep, he's not allowed on the trading floor anymore. Now he's a runner. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, she obviously had no idea mm-hmm. and that, yeah, they were living beyond their means. Yep. And so, you know, he admits to, to Chet or whatever that, you know, basically that the money was going to be, um, oh, how do I put it? The money was basically for him to, He's scamming him for money to get back on his feet. Right. I don't think he had any intention of returning anything to John Candy. Right. I think he was going to take that money and gamble it away on an investment that he hoped would pull himself out of a hole. Right. So, yeah, he... Still a douche. Yeah, exactly. And the story changed. Because first, (laughs) the story, the bathroom story, first time was that it was the father... Right. Of Connie and uh, her, her sister. Now, all of a sudden, it's his brother. Yeah. That's in the bathroom with him well, when he's telling that story. Well, that's to say he's like, you know, that story about you and, you know, you and uh, your brother. He's like, I made it up. Yeah. Well, obviously, because the story just changed just now. Right. <laughs> so. I've watched. I've watched plenty of true crime uh, stories to know. Yes. The story changes. That's no bueno. You know. <laughs> but now they show the girls and um, sure enough, they get to like that mine shaft area. Yeah. And they end up like falling down this mine shaft. Dummies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so at this point now, I'm trying to remember. So the power goes out. Yeah. And uh, that's whenever they realize like, oh, where are the girls at? And they're, you know. Basically, now they have to go and find, you know, these two girls. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of... The the wives stay behind in the in the cabin, I guess, in case they come back. Right. And then John Candy and Dan Aykroyd go out. Right. Because they figure... They like to kind of go hanging and playing around that mine shaft area, so they think they're probably heading back there, so they go trudging through the woods right. to see if they can find them. And so that's just it. So after a while, like, yeah, they find the mine shaft, and I think they end up hearing the, the girls in there. Yeah. And um, Dan Aykroyd, you know, his character is like, you know, I'm claustrophobic. I can't go down there, Jeez. that kind of stuff. And that's whenever <laughs> that's whenever Chet tells them, you know, for once, be their dad. Right. You know, go down there. He's like, I'm going to go and, you know, get some help, get some rope, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, go down there and basically be their dad. Exactly. And so, sure enough, he heads down there. Uh, John Candy goes to find some rope. Yeah. And then that's whenever he, you know, he realizes, like, oh, yeah, there's all this wet old dynamite around. Uh And he's trying to be cool. And he comes up with the idea of putting the two girls on his back Mm -hmm. and crawling out. Yeah, and he's using the roots and stuff that are Mm -hmm. sticking out through that mine shaft as kind of a makeshift ladder, rope, whatever, to help him climb out of there. And so they end up climbing out. Mm -hmm. And as they're climbing out, you actually see the bear. Right, kind of comes in through Mm -hmm. one of the little tunnels. Right. 
down in the bottom of the shaft. Yeah, you see the bear, and you also notice that the bear has no hair on the top of <laughs> yeah. his head. The bald-headed bear exists. The, exactly. So, um, anyway, so they get out. Meanwhile, John Candy finds some rope, and he's heading back, but he has no idea that everybody got out okay. Right. And so yep. I love that scene because he throws he throws the rope down there, and he's thinking because he's thinking that they're still down there. Right. Well, you know he's he ends up you know pulling up the bear is basically what happens. Yeah. So he pulls up the bear, sees the bear, starts <laughs> running, which, let's be real, the bear... You can't outrun a bear. No, no. nobody can outrun Absolutely a bear. Absolutely not. So, but, but some, it, somehow he outruns the bear. Yeah. Um, ends up back at the house, and he's, you know, out of breath, and he's like, big bear, big bear, chase me. Yeah. And of course, everybody doesn't know what he's talking about. And the bear actually, you know, goes through the door. Right, the pushes door, the door in. Pushes mm. the door on top of him. Yeah. And actually starts jumping on the door that's on top of John Candy now. Which, again, considering the weight that those oh, bears be can get. You'd be you, dead. Yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, no way. For sure. Yeah. So, it, yeah. So, uh, you've got a couple of people are running upstairs you've got connie and the older son yep. you know that were making sandwiches are you know huddled and then you you finally have roman actually you know acting like a man yeah he picks up the fireplace poker yep. and something else in his hands to try to uh, fend the bear it actually off. looked like he had like a red um like scarf type thing i think just to like distract him oh that's right yeah type of thing yeah trying to fend him off and mm-hmm. hopefully get him out of the door or something right and who ends up showing up is uh, a <laughs> good old Wally. Good old Wally, with, man. Uh, we didn't cover this earlier, but he's got the uh, there was a decorative lamp. Yeah. In the uh, the uh, oh doggone it when the they lodge were checking in yeah the yeah. lodge uh, check in room mm-hmm. area and uh, it's just a gun with a yeah. lampshade on it and a light bulb and that's just it. So he ends up you know he uh, Chet actually takes it from him and takes <laughs> yeah. aim and. Which is so funny because he like shuts his eyes. Yeah, that's <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. No, absolutely not. But anyway, you're not so going to hit anything, anything he, you want to hit. Anyway. Yeah. So he shuts his eyes and he blows the back end of you know the bear. Yeah. Just again. So now the poor bear has all the fur missing in the front, <laughs> and his whole ass is now hairless. Yeah, that was kind of. And funny. so he goes running off into the woods. Yep. And that's basically how that part ends. Mm. Um, so it's the next day. Everybody's heading out. Yeah. It's time to go home. You got the, the kid or whatever. Oh, Cammy, if you're out there, blah, blah, blah. Ugh. And so Cammy shows up behind him. Gag me with a spoon. You know, and yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like, you know, they kiss and, you know, oh, you know, I want to make it so that, like you forget, you know, all the, all the other girls back home, blah, 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 won't compare to me, blah, blah, blah. And by the way, that's not romantic at all. It's really not. That kind of sets you up for a lifetime of pining after some girl you're never going to be able to get. Right? It's like, yeah, no, I'll, I will forget you. But it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I had fun <laughs> making out with you for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, that's pretty much what that boiled down to. Yeah. I mean, I don't. they never got it in or anything, so all <laughs> they did was make out. But anyway. <laughs> yes. But, so now, yeah, we're at the end where, you know, um, everybody's packed up and ready to go. And uh, basically, 
um, Chet and uh, Roman, you know, shake hands and tell each other, you know, you're a good guy and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. That They've forgiven each other for all right. this stuff that's happened. Um, the thing of it is, though, is Roman tells them, you know, I'll, you know, race you home. Yeah. And so they get in the car to, like, leave. And Chet's like, wait, race you home. And he tells the wife, he's like, why would he say that? He lives, you know, at such and such place. Yeah. And she tells him, she's like, oh, she's like, you know, um, it's basically just until he gets back on his feet. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, we've got, we got plenty of room. She's like, but, you know, they're going to get the good spot in the garage type of thing. Yeah, they got to beat him there. Yeah, they got to beat him there. And yeah. so... At that point, you know, of course, Gosh. he's, like, pissed. He's like, you know, what do you mean type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then the son, you know, he's like, oh, you know, to the memories, Dad, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he tells him, get in the car. We got to go. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It was nice bonding with you. Yeah. And that's how it ends is they, you know, take off. With Frank Brown, AIS. Yeah. Ass in seat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... But that's how it ends. Mm. I kind of wish that there would have been, maybe not a sequel, but some scenes of them, like, living in the house together. Just, like, some quick scenes. Yeah, they just had, uh, the the ending credits was uh, Dan Aykroyd and Connie. Everybody and, just kind of dancing Yeah, they were around. just dancing in, like, a dance hall, I guess. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be, like, the lodge type thing. Yeah. So. Wasn't anything super amazing. No. Um, I do have some facts. Oh, okay. Uh, about this movie. This was actually the debut feature film for Annette Benning. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. So, the lakeside restaurant used in this movie was uh, Dusty's Bar and Grill in Bass Lake, California, uh, hmm. which burned to the ground shortly after filming due to a gas fire. Yikes. Uh, the rebuilt restaurant today has posters and memorabilia from the film hanging on its walls as a reminder of the old restaurant. <laughs> Jeez. So, um, one thing about this movie I noticed is, like, it's, it was kind of hard to try and figure out, like, okay, was this movie, like, in Wisconsin? Was it set in, like, um, Canada? Because... Yeah, they never I, really. They never say, but like, they're they talk. There's like certain things. Like several times throughout the movie, characters are seen drinking Point beer. Point is an actual beer made in Stevens Point in Central Wisconsin, and is very popular throughout Central and Northern Wisconsin, where the movie takes place. Oh, okay, but huh. there's also okay. So although widely believed to have taken place in Wisconsin. Chet clearly states that they are in Clare County, and there is only one Clare County in North America, and it's in Michigan. Oh, wow. So, that's just it. It's that's like, interesting. Yeah. Only one county in yeah. all of North America named. Now, now, granted, that's on IMDb, so that could be wrong. Yeah. But, who knows? That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's like they say about the internet. Yeah, that's true. They wouldn't let it on there if it wasn't true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like that anyway right <laughs> but that's kind of all the interesting facts though that I have for the movie okay I of course have none yeah <laughs> I'm pretty bone dry there yeah that's okay oh well maybe next time yeah maybe I'll just be a fountain of information maybe <laughs> <laughs> so alright how how many uh 
How many bears do you want to give this movie out of five? Bald-headed bears? Yeah, bald-headed bears. I don't bear. know. I still really like the movie. I, I um, the love, the love story that, I don't know, that's not interesting to me. Right. So, I hate to do this to a John Candy movie, but probably three out of five. Eh, that's what I was actually going to give it. Yeah. But. John Candy's, all of his movies, they're really good. The yeah. funny ones and the serious ones. Right. But this one is just, it's a good movie, but, yeah. I think for it me. It could have been better, I think, in some areas. Right. I think for me, it's kind of a nostalgia thing, just because it was something I grew up all the, oh, know, yeah. watching all the time. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let's see. For the next movie, we're going to be doing, um, oh, what's it called? I think it's What About Bob. Yep. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening to us. Uh, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Yes, please. Definitely. We uh, we would greatly appreciate uh, any input. Exactly. Um, that you guys might have. Obviously, I'm the new addition to this whole thing. I'm definitely trying to find my voice, I guess you could say. Right. Um, it'll be a slow process, but I really hope you guys kind of... Hang in there and just give me a shot. I'll get there yep. one of these days. Exactly. <laughs> oh, also, if you guys have any movie suggestions, uh, you guys can feel free to email us. It's just breakdownfromthecouch at gmail.com. Yep, yeah, we've got we've got still quite a few ideas, and we're still kind of gathering up some. But, yep. of course, you know, just as it always happens, you know, you'll hit a dry spell, and you don't quite know where to go from there and sometimes you just need a little extra help a little idea along the way yep so send us those ideas um but thanks for listening to us all right bye guys all right bye